What's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. And welcome to another new episode of Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. I'm Jeremy. And my name is Pam, and today we are excited to do another installment of our My Kelly Experience, where we talk with fans from all over the world about their experience being a fan of Kelly's, whether that means seeing her, just discovering her, and we love hearing everyone's unique stories. So today, we have a fan named Teresa who has traveled all over to see Kelly and has seen her in insanely awesome amount of times. And I'm just excited to hear her stories because they're so unique compared to a lot of other Kelly fans when they go to just see Kelly live. Like I, I, from her, her email, her shows that she's been to are so different from the ones that like you and I've been to. I thought I'd been to a lot of shows and had a lot of unique experiences, but I think our guest today is probably going to not only surpass my experiences tenfold, but probably both of ours multiple times over. Um, we'll let her give the official number of how many times she's seen Kelly. But um, yeah, I'm very excited to hear about her travels and uh, the various reasons why uh, she has gone to a lot of these shows. And like Pam said, you know, she's she's done some really unique things um, that I'm super jealous about. And I'm actually really excited to hear a lot of these stories. Um, and before we get our guest on with us today, uh, I do want to say that if you have any kind of Kelly stories, whether it be traveling to concerts, uh, whether you've met her before, or if even just Kelly's music has inspired you to do something or has inspired change in your life, any way, shape or form, we want to hear about it. We want you to send us your stories uh, because you could be on a future episode of the podcast in our My Kelly Experience series. And, you know, Pam and I talk about this a lot off the air of the podcast that, you know, we want to reiterate that you don't have to have met Kelly in order to reach any sort of criteria to be on a My Kelly Experience episode. These are about you guys. This is where essentially we're sitting down and just talking with fans who have something to say, some sort of unique story or just something interesting about their life that connects back to Kelly Clarkson, because that's what the whole series is about. It's not about, you know, the people who have gone the most places or, or have met her the most or have purchased the most items or whatever. Uh, it's more just about us getting a chance to sit down episode by episode and meet you guys on a one-on-one -on -one kind of a basis. So uh, again, we're really excited to talk to Teresa today and we're excited to talk to all of you guys at some point in the future, because honestly, it's hard work to come up with all of these different topic ideas for the podcast. So it's nice when Pam and I get to sort of relax for a week and just sit and talk with a fan and talk about being a fan. Yeah, like the one in particular that's really sticking out was uh, I don't I don't even know when this was. It was pretty early on in our podcast. We had uh, that fan named Skylar on who got into a terrible mm -hmm. car crash and was in the hospital, and Kelly's music truly saved her and I thought that was such a it was a horrible experience that had happened to her but such good came out of it and that's just and that is one prime example of something that really doesn't have to do with seeing her or meeting her it was just purely about how Kelly and her music impacted her life and with that we want to welcome to the podcast our friend Teresa hi Teresa Hi, nice to meet you guys. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. I'm excited to be a part of your show. All right. So, Teresa, get us started first. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm a right on. Another Midwesterner. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, Teresa, you know, whenever we have somebody on our My Kelly Experience episodes, we generally start at the beginning. So, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you became a fan? Okay. Um, well, like the majority of Kelly Clarkson fans, I was a huge fan on Idol, um, instantly connected to Kelly. And I would be on a three-way call during the show with my family, um, my mom and my sister, and we would watch. And then as soon as we would hang up, we would call for Kelly and um, just really loved her. And when the American Idol tour came to Indianapolis, of course, I saw her. Um, 
just adored her. And then, um, you know, she went on her Miss Independent tour and was very lucky to see her there. I had won a contest through the radio station. Um, I already had um, really great seats in the front row and um, they had where you could, you had to tell your story, uh, a funny story. So they were taking a bunch of stories about one of the craziest things you ever did. And mine was um, when the Furby craze was going on, um, was doing a Furby thing and um, did not go so well. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I got attacked by a guy um, over a Furby. And um, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh, yes. Um, and I was trying to get it for my cousins, you know, so I, you know, everyone wanted it for somebody, you know, whether it was themselves or somebody. And so I got to choose between a, a little getaway to um, a country town in Indiana at two nights day or a Kelly Clarkson experience at the Indiana State Fair. So, of course, I took the tickets and meet and greets and um honestly went up to the grandstands and found a, a huge fan that I thought was a huge fan, brought them down and gave them the other front row seats and did a lunch experience with Kelly Clarkson. Um, it was just myself and my sister with the morning radio DJs. So that was the most amazing thing that had ever happened to me at that time in my life. <laughs> That's whoever, awesome. whoever thought that a Furby would have anything to do with Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I know. I'm getting like beanie. I'm getting like beanie baby flashbacks. Beanie well. baby. Tickle me Elmo's. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, oh my gosh. That's so funny. So are your sister and mom like when they when you when they were when when they were on Idol when Kelly was on Idol? Yes. Um, were they like as big of fans as you are? Are they still as big of fans, or did they really just like vote for her because they knew how passionate you were? Well, my sister is still a huge fan. Um, sadly, my mom has passed away since then, but my mom was a, a fan as well. Um, she, my mom just loved Idol and really supported them. But, you know, we have, you know, you get your favorites through the season. And I'll tell you, honestly, and I don't mean this disrespectfully toward anyone, I don't think anyone can compete with Kelly Clarkson's voice. I think, you know, her coming out as strong as she did, um, that's very hard to live up to. She's amazing Absolutely. and has just really done an amazing job after the fact. Exactly. She's like, it's proof that like, you know, not only did she have like the voice to win right. a talent show and to have like, you know, a successful first album because mm -hmm. RCA was pushing it. She has proven to like yes. keep that going for yes. decades, yes. decades, decades, and just has done so much, you know, movies, books, you know, her own talk show. Um, she's got all these other shows that she's doing. She is the entire package. When I think you even kind of mentioned it uh, just a second ago about, you know, saying that, you know, she's one of the best vocalists. And I think we're even starting to see more of her peers and even people who are much uh, more established, we'll say, in the music industry coming out and saying, no, she is one of, if not the best singer of them all. I mean, they, yes. you know, they, they're, they're, they're putting her in the upper echelons of some of the greatest singers mm -hmm. ever. Um, and I think it's well-deserved. And, you know, we, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't, you know, feel passionately about her music and about her abilities just as an entertainer, because I'll, I'll say entertainer now more than just a singer, because she is multifaceted yes. with both music and television. And I, I think it's warranted. And I don't think anybody should be should apologize for saying, well, you know, I think she is kind of like one of the best of all time because she's starting to really be recognized as such. And with every one of these you know, big performances. And I can say, you know, within the last three months mm -hmm. that, you know, the performance that she did with uh, Ariana Grande on that Jimmy Fallon That's show. And then, the, yeah. And then the most recent uh, CMA awards, ironically enough, she sang the same song. Um, those were two moments where people who may not necessarily have been in her fan base, but were from other fan bases or even just other people who like other kinds of music got to witness just how incredible of a singer she really is. And they stopped and took notice of that. Yes. And I think that you're going to continue to see that. That's why, I mean, you know, some people question why Kelly needed to be on the CMA awards and 
all that that did was, first of all, it it positions her as a singer, not just a pop singer. She is a singer of all genres, which yeah, we as right. fans already know. And so all it's doing is just exposing her to a greater audience and more and more people now are saying, oh, yeah, that girl that won Idol all those years ago. Wow. They really did get it right. Like she is an incredible singer yes. still to this day. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And even better, honestly, than she was, which is hard to imagine that mm -hmm. that voice on that Idol stage 20, 20 years ago is yeah. somehow even better than it was. Like sure, right. just the maturity of her voice is just insane because, you know, you feel like, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're like, okay, I'm like done growing like physically. So my voice is going to be, no, like her voice, like it's gotten so much stronger. It's insane. And and that what I meant is that I don't mean any disrespect for, you know, the Clay Aikens or Carrie Underwood or, uh, of course. you know, those Dodge Tree fans, you know, those type of fans, Jennifer yeah. Hudson, that she just, it's hard to go after someone who is just that talented. And, you know, I mean, Carrie's made her way. A lot of people have made their way, but I just feel like Kelly is at the top of the game. And I think also it helps that in addition to having an, a, a crazy amount of talent, which can, can get you very far in the industry, but she also just has the personality to go with it. That is mm -hmm. so likable and so approachable. And, you know, try to find one person who has a bad thing to say about her as a person. I mean, it's a, it's a fool's errand. I mean, you're not going to find somebody who can say, Oh yeah, Kelly Clarkson's a total jerk. Like, you know, she's, she's really like this behind the scenes. Like, no, I mean, you ask almost anybody from fans to celebrities. She is exactly the same off stage, off camera as she is on. And I think that that's another reason that her, likability and her celebrity status are as elevated as they are because she's one of the few in the entertainment industry who is the real deal. And I, I mean, it's, it's one of the reasons why I have gravitated to her all these years, because I feel like if I would have found out that she was kind of a, a, a bad person behind the scenes, I don't think I would have the same kind of energy to be able to support her. Like I do. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel the same way. Well, Teresa, you know, we, we were very excited to have you as a part of our Mike Kelly Experience episode today because, and we sort of, uh, we sold this a little bit before you, uh, before you came onto the show, but you have probably seen more Kelly shows, I think, than just about anyone else, at least that I know. Yeah. There might be one or two people, I think, that could get in your range, <laughs> But why don't you tell us the number of Kelly shows that you have been able to see over the last 20 years? Um, well, not including Idol or any of the Microsoft or special soft events that's taken place, just concerts alone. Um, and we're not even including the Kelly Clarkson show at this point. I have seen her 87 times in concert. Holy cow. And you should add in your all the other events because you should combine that. And you can give us a number later, not even today, <laughs> but you should combine all of that and just include how many times I have seen Kelly in general. And that should be the number you give people because you're it's just, <laughs> I mean, that 87 or whatever you said is still in like a crazy amount and crazy awesome amount. Let me clarify. Yeah. Um, but you can even just shock people even more when you're like, yes, 115 times. Or yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's so crazy. It's so cool because I think, and I would love to hear your perspective on this. Like I know Jeremy and I have spoken before that we have gone, we've been fortunate enough to go to sometimes multiple shows in one tour. Yes. Um, we know not everyone has the opportunity and there have been plenty of tours myself where I I've gone to one show and I've had really bad seats and I'm just happy mm -hmm. to be there. Absolutely. But as I've honestly, as I've gotten older and Teresa and I were talking about this like off off air earlier, like I, I started to use my vacation days for work yes. only to see <laughs> Kelly. And I know you're in a similar boat, but yes. my question is like, what makes you want to go to multiple shows in a tour? Because a lot of non- super fans don't understand the point of going to one tour more than once. Well, um, and I get, I've been asked that question many times. Um, 
the nice thing about Kelly is, um, which is fantastic, I wish every artist or group could do this, is she does, does the song request um, or the minute and a glass of wine type segment that was on the previous tour, um, the Meaning of Life tour. And what is so amazing about that is she takes a song that a fan selects um, and she sings it um, and, you know, it, it's it's cool that she calls out the fan, who, whomever that may be. I will tell you that has not ever happened for me, that I enjoy every single song request. She would do anything from Eminem to country, um, you know, whether it's pop, um, old school rock, she's done it all. And she has done it sometimes better than the artist. Um, and yep. it is just fantastic to see that. Um, but the concerts, you know, each one's different and there's different vibes. Um, I've had different seats and, um, you know, I, I just enjoy seeing it and, and hanging out actually with fans that are might have become my friends. It has just been, um, these, these people, I have been to their weddings, I have been to their baby showers, and just have really loved, um, these are 20 year friendships, you know, that um, some of these people and I have had, and it's just amazing. I mean, we had the KC message boards back in the day, and that was really fun, you know, and some of those people I still talk to today, which makes going to the concerts, uh, you know, even more fun going with your friends. Well, and as somebody too, that's similar to me because, uh, Teresa, like you said, you're in Indianapolis. I'm just to the West over in Iowa. And, you know, while Indianapolis is a larger city that does get routed a lot of shows, you know, there's not a ton of stops in the Midwest for major artists. And a lot of times, you know, we're, we're sort of jokingly called the, the flyover States mm -hmm. and, you know, we, we have to travel more often. So, uh, how many shows have you actually been able to see closer to home? Um, I would say about a quarter of the amount of shows. I, I would say about 20, 25 oh, good in for the you. Midwest area. Um, you know, but I'm not too far from Chicago, um, yeah. you know, Kentucky, um, Nashville, you know, all of those areas, Ohio, there's a couple of big cities, um, Columbus and Cincinnati. So I will go mm -hmm. Michigan. Um, so I've been lucky over the last several years to, you know, 20 years to go see her uh, within the Midwest area. Well, you know, somewhat in the Midwest area, um, but yeah. you know, Chicago gets routed a lot of stuff and as well. So I definitely will make it up there to see her. I would say, Teresa, you and I have probably been at a lot of the same shows because I go to pretty much all of the Chicago shows as well. Uh, so we've, we've likely, and chances Definitely. are we could have, you know, passed right by each other, you know, talking to the same fan friend, yes. uh, you know, within minutes of each other. So if that's what, that's one of the things I love about um, the community of fans that it is such a small world that, you know, you're probably less than three degrees of separation from any other fan yep. in the entire fandom. That is true. That is absolutely true. And, you know, these bonds that we create with them, it's it's just really nice. And like I said, I've made so many great friends through the Kelly community. And that, that's another reason. That's a, definitely a big, big pro to go to these concerts is to hang out with your friends and just sing your heart out to these songs. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I mean, I think it's great, you know, that we're fans in the, inter the uh, um, internet age because... Yes. I, I've met a lot of friends at concerts, but I've also met a lot of friends on the boards or on Twitter, mm -hmm. things like that, that you're like, oh, I'm going to the show. Oh, I'm going to the show as well. Mm -hmm. And then you can meet up at the shows as well. And then like that becomes another bond. It's so cool. Like, you know, some of like my really good friends um, I had never met because they were in different parts of the country. Mm -hmm. And then when Kelly did Miracle on Broadway, which I – you know, the first the first year I went, it was like my college graduation gift to myself. I was like, I did it. Let's go party at a Christmas concert. Let's go. And I met so many fans there that I had spoken to online for years. And I had always been in my little like New York, New, New Jersey bubble. Um, and I finally made it out to a show. And it was so cool to just kind of like be able to like expand my friendship web, yes. Yes. whatever that, 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 that word is. But 
for those listening, like if you, if Kelly ever comes to your city and you are like, oh, I can't, um, you know, go travel, that it's okay because the beauty of it is that you go into a concert, there will always be passionate fans there. That's Even right. if it's someone you don't know, you'll, you can talk to someone waiting in line <laughs> to get in. You can be in line for the bathroom. They could be sitting next to you. It's cool yeah. just in to like spark up conversation about something that you know that they're going to be enjoying, which is Kelly Clarkson. Right. It's really fun. It is fun. You're exactly right. Yeah. One of the, my favorite things about, uh, about going back and looking at my concert photos from any of the cities that I visit is that almost every one of the albums starts out with pictures of groups of people together. And it's always, you know, us, you know, meeting in a hotel lobby or we're at the venue or a bunch of us have gone out to dinner. That's almost how every one of my albums from any of the cities that I've gone to to see shows. That's how almost all of them start is a big group of people together prior to the show, or in some cases, it'll be a big group of people after the show. Uh, and and that's, again, one of the best things about being a fan is is not only the experience of seeing the shows, but also just the people that you meet along the way. And Teresa, you know, your your story mirrors so many other people's stories of meeting people. You know, in a lot of cases, it's you, you met them on the message boards mm-hmm. first, and then the next thing you knew, you were meeting them at shows, and now yeah. you're friends on social media. You're getting together, like you said, at showers and weddings and yes. what have you. Uh, that's one of the best things about being a fan. Absolutely. All right. So, Teresa, like you said, you've been to, to you said, 87 shows. Mm-hmm. So, right off the top of your head, when somebody comes up to you and says, what was your favorite show? Do you have that answer ready to go or do you have to actually think about it each time? Oh no, I, I have my favorite show. Um, it was, uh, it was a very intimate show. It was, um, it was the breakaway show, but it was when the album first came out. So at that point she was doing very small venues, uh, venues that held, you know, maybe a couple thousand people. So it, it wasn't very big and in Indianapolis, it was called the Marat back then. And um, I, I had had a front row ticket, but she had a rug out, she had a chandelier, um, you know, she was barefoot, you know, it was just such a homey feel. And Kelly just being who she was, I loved that intimate vibe that she had with that show. It's, um, I just, I just really loved that. So I would say that was probably my favorite show just because of the intimate vibe that it was. I would love for her to like do something like that again. Like I'm, I'm happy with meaning a life that she was able to play arenas and sold out a lot of most of the shows because she deserves that. Don't get me wrong. And it was so cool to be like, Oh my God, she did it. She sold out X, Y, and Z venues. They're massive, massive venues. But at the same time, I think it would also be equally, if not cooler, to see her do a lot of shows at these very small, intimate venues and do multiple nights so that people, yes. everyone has an opportunity to go. Um, it's just so cool when you get to see, no matter how big an artist is, whether they're starting out or they're a massive name mm-hmm. like Kelly, it's really cool to see them in a very small, intimate in- environment because you get that different kind of... Um, appreciation for the music because it's so close to you yes despite where you're sitting it's just it's a smaller it's a smaller um environment and you really get to focus on the music more and the artist is not you know 200 feet away or i don't know my 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 math but really far i don't know but it that's that's such a cool experience that um you know i haven't had a ton of i've seen her at a couple of small venues but not like a full like a specific tour date. It was usually just like a little like pop-up promo here and there, but a yeah. full-on tour date, a full concert in an intimate venue. That must have been, that must have been really special. It, it really was. And I'm not sure if you remember the All I Ever Wanted tour. Uh, she had done it twice, kind of. She did it through the state fair circuit. And then she yeah. also did it more in the fall um, in a um, more intimate setting, smaller venues, casinos, things like that. I had actually went to a couple of those with Jenna and Sarah. Um, and, oh, cool. um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And one of them um, that I remember specifically was that um, – and she did it on this fall tour is she would take um, 
and do a little um acoustic performance so you could uh, oh yeah that like a uh, pre-show yes and it was very private she had a little rug um you know two guitarists um or jason and aben with her um and it was amazing just to have that intimate performance before the big show and i just thought that was a really really cool idea i loved that yeah i remember we had um we had an episode sometime last year i think we did we did an episode about that where we had uh two fans named Melissa and uh Tony um Anthony Tony I forgot what he what he went by but um I remember they were talking about that experience I didn't unfortunately get to go to the pre-shows because um they didn't really do them much over here I think the, they did it like they didn't do it in New York like I know they didn't sell it here it just wasn't like available like right. I I guess the venue maybe wasn't equipped for it but um I would be very interested in I would love if she did something like that again where it's like a little smaller private thing like before the show. I realistically don't know if that would happen again, at least not in the near future, but I think it would be a really cool a really cool um, way to, you know, showcase even more covers or more unreleased songs like she had done then. Because it was cool. It wasn't like she was performing Since You've Been Gone or Hazel Eyes for everyone. It was right. um, something unique. Oh. So the only time in sort of recent memory that I can remember her doing any sort of pre-show was actually the second Miracle on Broadway. I don't know if you were there for this, but like she, one of those like packages that she sold was mm-hmm. in like a little thing to do like a pre-show beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and she did a bunch of like acoustic stripped down Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Um, that was so much fun. Like I loved it. That was probably my favorite part of Miracle on Broadway was having a hundred people in a room watching her sing little fun Christmas songs before headlining Bridgestone Arena. Yes. That was um, a lot of fun. Unfortunately, so I had tickets. They had a um, package where you could do a, a meet and greet with her and the acoustic part um, and so on and so forth. And um, I was very lucky to where they let me do that as an add-on because it was out. So they had t- contacted her management company, so on and so forth. And uh, so I had added it on. It was just me by myself. And um my mom had had cancer um, and we'd um, been, you know, going through that and she had died two days prior and the funeral oh um, showing because it was on a weekend uh, was that Friday night. And um, so I didn't get to go to the show. I, I, um, I had contacted CDI entertainment about it and um, you know, it, airfare, hotel, everything was paid for. Um, and so I was so disappointed that I didn't get to go, but you know, um, they did send me an autograph picture and was very, and it was framed and it was really nice, but it was supposed to be like your picture with Kelly that was in it and your name on a plaque. It, it was supposed to be such an amazing experience, but, um, you know, life does happen and it does happen for multiple fans. And, you know, really a Kelly experience to me is, what connected you, whether it was a song or maybe she looked at you and waved at you at a concert or um, everyone's got that moment. Um, and really, you know, we love that. It makes us feel special or it makes you feel good. And, um, you know, so it for me, I just had to think, you know, I'm really blessed. And it wasn't just me that was, you know, coordinating this funeral. Um, I, I had to do what was right for everyone involved. So um, unfortunately, yeah. I had to miss the event. I'm so sorry that happened, but um, you know, I uh, I think in when when we have these like really bad times and they happen at a bad time, I think it proved that you know CID could have easily CID and Kelly's team easily could have just been like, oh well, she paid for it. That sucks. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they were like, let's give her something as just mm-hmm. like a, our gratitude and our condolences. I mean, that just – it does show that Kelly – whether or not Kelly knew herself or not, her team definitely did. Right. And it definitely shows that they are – she surrounds herself also with fantastic people, caring yes. people that genuinely care about the fans that are not just in this for the cash grab. They're like, oh, right. we feel really bad. Let's definitely do something for you. So yeah. I'm so sorry that happened. But Thank I – um, I 
you got one little one little thing out of it, a little memory, the little token. But um, the concert sucked. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I hardly believe that. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you me a little gift because I was supposed to get a gift from underneath a tree. So whatever, some you know, it was at the end. I did get that, and you know, they asked me if I wanted a refund, but honestly, it went for charity. So no, I didn't want a refund. Yeah. Um, they were very, you know, they were very respectful and trying to make sure that I did not um, feel like, um, you know, that I wasn't getting what I had paid for. And that wasn't the case. Um, and, you know, everyone on the team was super nice about it and did whatever they could to accommodate it uh, with it being a bad situation. So for that, I'm super thankful. And again, I, I've had so many great memories. So um, you know, I just, I, the music gets me through and the, um, the fun interactions and, you know, it was just unfortunate timing. Well, speaking of, of music and, and fun times, uh, we want to talk a little bit about a really unique experience that you got to go check out, uh, and the story behind that. And is you went to the sort of the album release concert for meaning of life, uh, it was a very unique situation that got you to that show. Can you tell that story? Yes. So um, back in 20, um, 2017, October of 2017, um, the USO uh, um, sometimes uh, works with different um, charity events to uh, put together packages um, and the money goes to these charity events. And one of them was an album release party for the Meaning of Life Tour. It was in California, um, Los Angeles, the iHeartRadio um, studio. And it, uh, you know, you donated the money and it went to the USO, helped um, the troops and their family, which is really amazing. Um, my dad is yeah. in the military and um, he, he served over 40 years. And I am, that was very near and dear to my heart. Um, so, um, Luckily, I'm very thankful for this. I had won the charity um, event and was able to fly out to Los Angeles. Um, I got to attend Kelly Clarkson's Meaning of Life album release. I got to meet her before the show. They actually put me up at the front of the stage, asked me any place that I wanted to be. Um, got to go up there. And um, they sent me a bunch of promo stuff afterwards that she had signed for the Meaning of Life. Um, uh, album release party and it was I will tell you it was one of the coolest events of my life to go to an album release party for Kelly Clarkson living in the Midwest was just one of the most amazing things that has ever happened to me so um, I'll forever remember this memory and cherish it it was everything I'd hoped for that's really cool that's so <laughs> cool but there's a little bit more to the story um, this was pretty last minute, wasn't it? It that was. That you found out about the show. Yes. So, um, the package, um, I had found out I had won on a, um, Tuesday night at 6, 6 PM. Um, <laughs> and I had to get to LA by Thursday night for Friday, um, afternoon show. So, um, literally, um, the airfare and hotel was not included. So I, um, it was for six people. The show was for six people. It was six tickets and six meet and greets. So what I had done was uh, my friend um, and I went out there. Uh, I couldn't get a large group at the last minute to go. You know, we're all working adults, moms, you know, dads. So yeah. um, my friend and I went and uh, flew out there uh, literally less than 48 hours later. And uh, while out there, we found, um, I had contacted the USO and said, is there any family members that maybe their parents are deployed or um, their spouse? Um, and they had four people where um, very deserving people that we were able to, to attend the concert with me um, through that um, were partnered with the USO. And they also got the opportunity to meet Kelly Clarkson. So that was really amazing. I was excited to be able to give back to those people. I feel like I'm going to cry right now. That is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is so nice. So like, were these people that the four people that the USO can you actually explain what the USO, especially for those who maybe um, 
or not in the in the states. They might not be sure what the, what the, that is. All I know is that they do help the um, military. Like uh, one of the gals that was there, her dad had died overseas, um, and she um, she was a music major and was a huge Kelly oh. Clarkson fan. And unfortunately, she had never had the chance to see her. Um, and her and her mom got to come to the event and um, see Kelly. And they USO was helping them out as um, to thank them for, you know, the ultimate sacrifice that their, her father had given um, to protect oh our country. Gosh. And so um, the mom and daughter were at the event um, and the same uh, with the other two um, that were there. Um, their um, the lady's husband was um, overseas, and her and her daughter got to go. Yeah, the USO is a really wonderful organization that connects with military families, and they're actually the ones that uh, that put on uh, a lot of shows, entertainment things for uh, troops overseas. So, a lot if you've ever seen those comedy shows or variety shows that are being done for a large group of troops that may be deployed overseas. It's the USO that puts those wow. kinds of shows on and uh, that, that organizes those entire things. And then they also work with families stateside while they have a loved one who may be overseas and they will organize events uh, for them as well. And uh, they're really a, a wonderful, wonderful organization that's been going at it for 80 years now, I think. Um, so yeah, just a, a really, really wow. great organization that, uh, helps out with so many, uh, military families, uh, both the active, uh, troops and also with their families back home as well. And in some cases, both at the same time. Um, so it's, it's really great. Uh, this is the first I've actually heard, or maybe I knew, but didn't stay in my mind, but this is the first uh, story I've heard about uh, Kelly working with, with and through the USO, which is really, really great. Uh, and I hope she continues to do that. So, yeah, just a, a wonderful organization. And I'm glad that you got to uh, do your part and help out and uh, and raise some money for them. Yes. Yes. It, like I said, it was the most amazing thing to be able to um, see Kelly at an album release party and also do something nice for people that were very deserving because um, really what hit me was the the daughter that was the music major and her mom being there with um, their dad, her dad that made the ultimate sacrifice and the woman's husband, you know, that's um, those people are really are, um, our country's heroes. So it, it was very nice to give back to them. So now obviously with having only seen about a quarter of your shows sort of within driving distance, that means that there's another three quarters of your shows that you have uh, obviously gone a little bit farther to mm -hmm. see. Uh, I want to ask sort of a couple of, of different questions here. I'll start off by asking, where is the furthest that you have traveled to see Kelly? Uh, probably Bahamas. Wow. Did you go to that All I Ever Wanted thing, that All I Ever Wanted like radio show or whatever that was? Is that what that was? Um, it was at Atlantis um, yeah. Resort. And um, it was on Valentine's Day. And I had always um, wanted to go to the Bahamas, um, especially Atlantis. It looked amazing and beautiful. And uh, it was an hour show there at the resort. And yeah, it, it was really amazing. Um, but I would, between that and California, I would say those are the two furthest I've been. That's so cool. My, I would love to see her in a different country. That's just like a yeah. goal of mine. Also, you, um, in addition to going to see a lot of her shows, you mentioned that you've also been to the Kelly Clarkson show several times. Mm -hmm. um, so as somebody who lives in Indianapolis, what makes you decide that you're going to just up and fly out to California? Because from, from my experience, not that I've flown out for a, a talk show taping, but from my experience, it seems like you also have a very short window of time from when you find out you have definite tickets to the talk show and from when that show actually tapes. Because uh, you said that there was kind of a quick turnaround for that Meaning of Life uh, release yes. party. Have Do you also have to do kind of a quick turnaround if you decide to go to the talk show? Or do you just fly out there and hope for the best? Um, I'm going to knock on wood for this one. Um, so what I have done is the last, um, so 2019, 2020 and 2021, I've been very lucky to attend the Christmas shows. Um, I have kind of figured out when those dates are, 
um, that first time I went, I didn't know it was going to be a Christmas show. So that was a surprise. Um, so um, obviously 2020 was a virtual because of COVID. Um, but then again, this past year, I got to go out to California. But yes, it is one of those things that it, um, I hope for the best. Um, I, I, literally check one iota constantly until um it comes up and then when it comes up i enter right away and my friends that do it as well uh, we pick we have a schedule where we pick different times um, and days because you cannot go to technically you can't get win a ticket per se or selected for a ticket um for two times that day. So um, if my friend gets it, we're specifically flying out just for this. So if my friend gets it, we'll just, um, we've done a back-to-back -back, um, show in a day, but we buy our airfare and um, we also enter, we've done some movie screenings out there with some celebrities and attended some other events. Um, but you know, the main reason to go out there is for the Kelly Clarkson show and we just have the best time, but luckily, um, I, um, that has all went really good for me, at least in person, virtually, um, I've been able to get in, but, um, more often times than not, I've not gotten in. So, um, that's been a little bit of a harder one because you have so many over, um, everyone's logging in at the same time. And it's the first so many people that get in. And um, though I've been on it, just like everybody else, it just, I wasn't um, as quick as somebody maybe. And at least in person, I can make sure that I'm an hour early before call time. And um, I'm not trying to log on at the same time as everybody else. If it's oversold. Okay. You you sort of glazed right past this, but we're gonna we're gonna back this up because you have to talk about this. Sorry. You've been to the Christmas shows. Yes. What? Okay, <laughs> what <do you> so <laughs> yeah, I was to say. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, because I, I you're the first person I've known that has gone to the Christmas shows. What are those like? And and what is it like to be in the audience when stuff is just dropped in your lap like that? Um. Well, okay. The first time that I went, I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, they did have us fill out 1099s before the show. So I didn't know really what that meant because I'd never been to a talk show before. Um, and um, it was um, one of those things where um, I'm trying to think of all the things that we had won that year. Um, but uh, we had won Starbucks gift cards, um, a Starbucks uh, machine that did the coffee. Um, we had gotten a gift cards uh, for um, Macy's, Universal Studio tickets, um, and a mixer, um, a KitchenAid mixer, which was really nice. Oh, my nice. gosh. That's yes. so expensive. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. It was a, a lot of things. And um, then last year, um, we got like a Nutribullet type thing that was a really cool mixer and an Instapot. And again, more gift cards. And um, that this one was um, a Visa gift card in Macy's. And they also sent us some Kelly Clarkson um, swag from the show. So that was personally my favorite stuff that came through there was the Kelly Clarkson show stuff. And then lastly, the Christmas show from this year was, um, and I will tell you in person, the studio is gorgeous. It's Christmas. Ooh. It's fun. There's fake snow everywhere. And um, my favorite thing this year was um, it was a kid's show and having a child, um, you know, we got, uh, they had done, you know, we got a $300 Legos um, gift card and a Visa gift card, um, a, a Pac-Man arcade machine. And luckily, all these things were sent to us. And Is that what I see behind yes, you right now? Yes, yes, <laughs> um, yes, that's my son's arcade. And, um, you know, it just... Um, oh, and a, a robot, I forget his name, but um, he... Um, He's really for children. He does language and math things, and it looks like a tablet um, face, and he's a little robot and he roams around. So he's really cool, too. 
I think the moral of the story, Jeremy, is you and I are going out this <laughs> December and we're we, going to go crazy. We need to talk to Teresa. Teresa, help us her, out here. Find, find out when these dates are. <laughs> and then we're, we're all going to meet out in California for the Christmas show. We'll all hang we're out. We're going to fly out there. Yes. Let's, do Let's, do Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. it. We'll all sit together. Well, we'll all, we'll all, yeah, we'll all meet in Chicago for a layover, and then we'll all fly out together. It'll be great. It'll be fun. That uh, wow, perfect. that's that's awesome. Yes, that's that's awesome. I, I mean, congratulations on your luck for first of all, uh, being able to go to those shows. That's really wonderful. And and now I know that if Thank I were you. to ever fly out for the show, that if I get ten ninety nine before I even walk into the crowd, I'm like, <laughs> yes, because something's you about are to a happen. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, uh, a 1099 form is something you have to fill out for tax reasons because uh, chances are if you have to fill out a 1099 form, you are about to receive something that is worth $600 or more. Uh, being in the radio industry, we have to 1099 contest winners every year because uh, they win a value of prizes, $600 or more. And so you have to claim that on your taxes. So mm -hmm. if you ever go to a talk show or, or some kind of a thing and they make you fill out a 1099 form, just know you about to get some nice stuff. It's so funny. Yeah. I think like when I went, I went to see Kelly on the view, um, 2016, whenever the river, I think that was when the, the river Rose book came out. And I don't think we didn't have to sign a tax form, but we had to sign something like some waiver. And I was like so excited. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to, we're going to be getting something. And we got a copy of the book. And I'm like, I already have a copy of the book. And I'm also childless. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. I mean, I was grateful to get the book. Don't get me wrong, but I was right. like, okay. <laughs> was it signed at least? That's a great question, and I don't know the answer. I mean, like, I think I had ordered the signed book from like Barnes and Noble or one of those mm -hmm. things. So, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. I don't. You didn't even look. It's been six years. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, I don't, I don't remember. I it might have been signed. I don't know. But I was like, I already have like one or two copies of this. Because then I also went to a book signing. So I think I Same. ended up having three copies. Yeah three copies of this book and I'm like, I don't have children. <laughs> oh, well, it's okay. It's, it's all good. Don't, don't worry. My, my son has only read it a couple of times. I've read it more times than he has. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. That's me, Pam. I, um, I'm with you. Um, and Jeremy, especially you, because I, um, I went to the Nashville book signing, which was really nice. It was more intimate than the Barnes and Noble. But um, she did the book signing um, and uh, I don't know if I should say this or not, but my son Jordan and River Rose and, and Ashley Arison's son um, all um, got to play together um, during the book. Aww. That is and so cool. <laughs> it was very cool. And um, I recorded her reading the story um, because they had all the children sitting in the front and then the parents in the back. And, um, you know, it was nice because when we were going through the story, we would, you know, have Kelly read it to us um, because I had it recorded. So that was really cool. And then the ones in Barnes and Noble up in Chicago, I, of course, went to that one as well. Um, but I did not go with my child at the time, but I have the river doll, the river rose doll signed. I have, you know, several of each book signed, um, both, of uh, the Christmas book and the original river rose. And I have them in cases it is in a glass case. Um, though it's signed, <laughs> um, no one is allowed to play with it. So I am that fan. <laughs> that is true. That is going back to the beginning of the episode. That is true Beanie Baby energy right there. True yep. Beanie is. Baby energy. It is. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a, because, um, you know, my, my wife has got a, a lot of signed things from some of her uh, favorite creators and, you know, me with music stuff. And uh, we we have what's called the clean and the dirty copy of, of books and <laughs> albums and that sort of thing so you've got the clean copy which is the signed copy that gets put up somewhere i mean my mm -hmm. my river rose books that are signed are up here you know and i've got another couple of uh, authors that have signed books those are up top on a shelf where nobody can yeah. get to them the you know the dirty copies that you know the kids read those are those are off on a bookshelf somewhere yeah. random that are you know half torn up and mm -hmm. you know or the pages are all bent and yeah you guys you guys can destroy those all you want dad's keeping his clean mm -hmm. copies up here yes <laughs> That's me, Jeremy. Yep. That yep. is me. <laughs>
So Teresa, you know, obviously, you know, you've, you've been out to several of the shows. Um, you've, you've been to umpteen number of concerts. I mean, is there something from, from your fandom, you know, side, is there something that you still want to do? Is, is there an experience that you still haven't had that you would love to have as a fan? There is. Um, I don't know how much I can talk about it. So, um, I, okay, I would really love to do the karaoke segment for the karaoke show. Um, I to hear Kelly do those um, again, like we talked about. She sings these covers um, usually better than the original artist. Um, she's fantastic. Um, I love the way she rewrites them sometimes, makes them her own. Um, and there's, I have been through a whole lifestyle change. Um, currently have lost over 130 pounds since 2019. Um, That's amazing. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Um, honestly, um, I, when the Kelly Clarkson show started in 2019, um, September, 2019, I, um, I made myself a promise to myself. Um, you cannot watch the Kelly Clarkson show unless you work out. And, um, <laughs> I literally I stuck it. to that. Um, and I don't, I do not watch it unless I work out. So every day, Monday through Friday, um, whether it's the elliptical or walking um, around my neighborhood or walking on a treadmill or a track inside um, or doing the e-gym and just listening to it, um, I make myself the promise that I I watch the show and work out as a reward to myself. Um, and with that said, um, I have several songs that mean a lot to me that I would love to hear Kelly cover um, and would love to be a part of that segment. Um, they were interested in me to do a cover of a song. Um, unfortunately, it was a song that um, I did not relate to. Um, it was Karma Police. Um, and I know oh, if yeah. I should say that or not, um, but um, they didn't have anyone for that um, segment if um, you rewatch it back. Um, also, it was during um, a COVID lockdown after um, Christmas happened of this year. Um, and um, I, she was out sick. Um, that's when people were coming in and uh, covering covered that show that she had sang. Um, I wouldn't have been able to speak with her um, during that, but I still didn't care. I really wanted to be a part of it. Um, this show, though I would love to do it in person and speak with her, I think like any fan would, um, I still really wanted to be a part of it. But unfortunately, I just didn't connect to the song in a way that I had a story to tell um, with it. I wasn't gonna make up a story that was why, um, just to be a part of it or anything. Um, still, and, and that's been like, um, you know, a month or two ago. And it still really upsets me, but I don't know how. Um, I don't know if they're gonna contact me back for another one or, or anything like that. Um, but um, it just was a song I couldn't relate to. I had a friend who was in a similar boat um, where, they had reached out with like mm -hmm. a song and she was like, I don't even know this song. Like, I don't even know it. And she did, she was approached again. And I think again, it was another song that she didn't know. So um, that was last year. And I don't know if she's been contacted since, but I think they do keep a list of people. Cause like, I know like on one iota, you can kind of write in and, request stuff on there when you like apply for tickets i think they do keep people in mind to like go back to recurring okay. um things and they also they, they they probably recognize when people like request tickets for a show they probably yes. recognize the email address or the first and last name so i have a feeling they probably i don't know for sure but they probably yeah. have some sort of system where they're they're like oh this person's reached out to us before we have their story yeah. saved and maybe yeah. we'll like follow up again so i don't think for you i think it's not a if it's a win Yes, I, I hope it happens. And I'm not trying to make it down or anything. But it was just one of those things. And I have to be completely honest. I, I, I'm not one to sit there and lie or make up anything just for a really cool experience. Yeah. Um, and I needed to be honest with them. Um, it was a pretty last minute thing. Um, but um, hopefully something will happen in the future. Um, you know, I just, um, you know, I would love to somehow be a part of the show if it if they see fit. Yeah. 
I'd yeah, say. and I, I I commend you for for not taking the easy way out. I mean, look, I I admitted uh, back when we did our episode about the smokestack sessions and how you could write in and and nominate somebody mm-hmm. to you know have their name in in the book, and that you know a lot of us it wasn't just me and my friend; it was us yeah. and a lot of other people. We're just nominating, you know, we were pick we were pairing off mm-hmm. and just nominating people mm-hmm. so that we could get our names in the in the book now. I could have actually, you know, found somebody who fit all the criteria and felt probably a little bit better about myself. And so I appreciate that, you know, you're not just going to take whatever song they give you. You want it to actually mean something to you. And I and I respect that a lot. And, you know, to, to pass up on a really cool uh, opportunity uh, to, to do essentially what like the one thing is that you want to do with being a fan uh, is very commendable. So uh, I I appreciate that about you, uh, Teresa. I really do. And I, I do yeah. hope that you get to have that experience. Thank you. My, my father, um, I had put, um, he had just deceased of uh, cancer. Uh, what was really cool about that is, you know, they put in, um, you know, Sergeant First Class Edward A. Deweese. And I was just really happy to have his name in there. But when I went through and looked at the leaflet, um, I'm like, man, I should have put my name in there, you know, like to be in a Kelly Clarkson <laughs> CD, you know, but I didn't think of it, you know, the way they had you enter it, you didn't know if your name was going to get picked or whose names or yeah. you, you really didn't know. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I heard, um, I saw Lauren Elena, her real name is Lauren Suddeth and, um, her, um, I had asked her one time, um, you know, did did you nominate yourself to be in the uh, leaflet of the Kelly Clarkson smoke ha- smokestack, a CD, sorry. Um, and she's like, yeah, she goes, I'm a huge fan. I, w- I wanted my name in there. So uh, is actually in there is Lauren Suddeth, her real name. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. I learned something today. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, Teresa, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, We had a really great time talking with you and hearing about your stories because they are truly one of a kind. I can speak for Jeremy. Like we, you know, it's so cool when we have fans on here, other Kelly fans that have stories that like, you know, we think we've, we've heard it all and then we don't hear it all. And it's so cool to kind of bring (laughs) in that new perspective to everything. So thank you so much for talking with us and for listening to our podcast. I love the podcast. Listen to it um, religiously. Have not missed one yet. So, and thank we'll you. not miss a podcast. So, you guys are amazing. And thank you for so doing are you. this. Oh, thank you. Because it's amazing to listen about Ellie fans. I love it. Well, we, we adore you, uh, Teresa. And, uh, um, you know, we're all connected on social now, so we might just be reaching mm-hmm. out for our own personal reason to be like, tell me a story about this because <laughs> yes. you've got plenty of those stories. Uh, we yeah, we yes. could have done another whole hour with you just about uh, just about all your travels and, and your different show stories. So, yes, uh, I'll echo what Pam said. Uh, thank you very much uh, for being here today. It's been so nice uh, to hear your stories and uh, I can't wait to hear more. Thank you. Um, Thank you for having me. It has been a real joy. So thank you. Thank you so much to Teresa for being on the show today. And I'm serious, Pam. I could have talked to her for another hour uh, with the stories that she's got. She's just a a, a big music fan in general um, and obviously a big Kelly fan. And I would love to actually I would love to sit and, you know, have lunch or coffee with her and just talk about all of her experiences, because my goodness, after that many shows and that many different things that she's been a part of what stories she has to have. Um, I would love to hear each and every one of them. Me too. And it's just so cool that like, it's so well-traveled. Like that's like my like inspiration to like travel more. Um, but yeah, I know. Yeah. Guys, if, as we had said, if you have any sort of my Kelly experience story, whether or not it was actually seeing her or meeting her or just being a fan and how her music has impacted you, feel free to hit us up on social media and also uh, miss into podcast at gmail.com. Um, we have a lot of your stories and emails, so we have like a very long, very big folder of everyone's stories, and we're going to just mm-hmm. really try to get to all of you. So if you have emailed yeah. us, thank you for your patience. We do appreciate it. Um, we, <laughs> we, we do. Um, that being said, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Into Podcast. And if you listen on Spotify and Apple, we would very much appreciate if you can leave us a rating and a review it takes like less than a minute um we really appreciate it 
and it just helps the algorithm and it helps other Kelly fans discover us um, when they type in Kelly Clarkson in their favorite podcast app. So, yes. Yeah. So I think that's about it for this week, right? I think so. I think we've done it all. We've done it all. All right, team. We will talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye. See see you guys. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to missindiepodcast at gmail.com. 